Welcome, everyone. I'm Sandra Bargeman. A few years ago, I wrote and performed a solo show called The Edge of Every Day, which was an exploration of the rough edges and contradictions we all face and grapple with. The show hit a nerve, and the relevance of the topic would only grow over time more than I could have foreseen. So, here we are. Real talk with real people, sharing stories and perspectives that spark provocative invitations to leap out of what's safe. On the edge of every day. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. We are live in the hive. Thank you for joining me on this, the 24th episode of The Edge of Every Day, here on talkradio.nyc. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, and for those of you who don't know me yet, I encourage you to check out my bio on talkradio.nyc, or of course you can visit my website, sandrabargeman.com. And please tune in to any of my previous episodes with my inspiring guests. In a nutshell, this show is about celebrating triumphs, pushing boundaries, and exploring rough edges. Through conversations and shared stories with friends and colleagues, it's my hope that we begin to understand our edges. And what I mean by edges is those places where we are fearful, those places where we are resistant to change, those places where paradoxes and contradictions live in our beliefs and in our understandings, both about ourselves and about the world around us, those places where we don't want to look. We live in turbulent times, and we are coming to understand that life isn't simply black or white. It must be an embrace of both. And the more we recognize our own edges and get real about them, the more we can help others to do the same. And that, I fully believe, can help to change the world. So thanks again for tuning in. And without further ado, it is time to introduce our guest this evening. Judy Miller is a best-selling author, transformational coach, sought-after speaker, and associate producer. Her book, Perfect, A Path to Love, Forgiveness, and Transformation, is a number one bestseller and has won over 14 literary awards. It's inspired people globally to open their hearts and live a life filled with greater joy. Judy has worked with some of the world's most spiritual visionaries and is trained in ancestral and energy clearing. Her journey has brought her numerous lessons around the nature of the Creator, forgiveness, and the trajectory each soul follows throughout the course of many lives. Today, sharing these lessons is an integral part of her mission. As a, certifica- as, a certi- as a certified trainer, facilitator, and coach, she shares her relatable and heartfelt messages with others who want to awaken to their true greatness and experience lasting happiness. Judy started her career as a certified public accountant and went on to excel in the world of corporate finance for some of the largest companies in the world. As a graduate of the Harvard Business School Executive Leadership Program, she's been dedicated to personal transformation and helping others excel in a constantly changing environment for over 30 years. Hello and welcome, Judy. Oh, it's so great to be here, Sandra. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Oh, a pleasure. It is so great to have you here. And I'm thrilled, in addition, to tell you that I three quarters finished your book. That is a glorious thing. (laughs) And I will be finishing it. I adored it, loved it, just ran out of time. That's really it. Just ran out of time with some of the other work that I needed to do. But I'm, I'm thrilled here it is for our listeners. Uh, oh, it's kind of hard with a, there it is. <laughs> I love that cover. But before we get into that, because we're going to dive right into that, before we get into it, I always love to share how I know my guests. 
And I was introduced to you through the lovely and talented Jennifer Kaufman. She is a wonderful lady. She is a very wonderful lady. And Jennifer Kaufman, uh, for those of you who listen in, I've had on my show. Um, she had has a transformational movie out in the world called There's Got to Be More to Life. And I've interviewed her on this podcast. And she very gloriously introduced me to Judy, who was also a producer on that movie. Am I correct? That is correct. Lovely. That must have been a blast for you guys. Were you guys friends before that? We absolutely were. Oh, that's cool. That's delightful. And as it turns out, unbeknownst to me, when I was speaking with Judy in our pre-interview, I found out that she also was a podcast host here on talkradio.nyc. And it's so wonderful to be back with such great people. It truly uh, is. It truly is. And I'm in their spot. It's so fabulous. And her husband is from Pittsburgh. Mm. I mean, you know, it's six degrees of separation any way you look at it, Judy. Hey, my God, I was teasing her about Pittsburghese. <laughs> I think it was meant to be, Sandra. I'm feeling it. I'm totally feeling that. So let's dive into your book. Let's dive into Perfect Path to Love, Forgiveness, and Transformation. There is so much that I want to, so many directions that I want to dig into in just from that title. But uh, just, can you give us an overview of the book? Because you start out at the beginning and you just, it's just this wonderful storytelling. Give <laughs> us an overview of the book. Sure. I'd love to start at the very, very beginning. So Please do. I, I, I was actually born in Trinidad, which is an yeah. island in the Caribbean. And I moved to the United States when I was extremely young. And mm. I grew up in New York City. So my heart is definitely a New Yorker. And, <laughs> you know, I'm of a mixed heritage. So when, when I got here, I never quite fit in. I never felt like I belonged to anybody because mm. my background is mixed. I was also born with 11 fingers. And I had this unexplainable fear of the dark, which I know we're going to be talking about. But Sandra, for most of my life, I felt I was unworthy, incomplete, and not enough. Oh, so, so many of us, no mm. matter what our background, so right. many of us feel that. Oh, and please and for, continue. And for most of my life, I always felt like I had to prove myself. So mm. I worked for one of the big four accounting firms in New York City. Then I went on to work in healthcare for over 25 years. And as you mentioned, I went to the Harvard Business School Executive Leadership Program. And the reason that I did all these things is I was trying to prove myself. Yeah. I was trying so to find my It's also worth. typical of being female, I believe, in our mm -hmm. patriarchy. Right. But I digress. But, Go but ahead. no matter what I did, Sandra, I never felt like I was worthy. Mm. But what I discovered on this journey and what the story is all about was at the time I felt like I was nothing. But what I realized that is in that nothingness, in that void, when we drop our stories, labels, and judgments, we could truly emerge as anything that we want. We could mm. emerge as our true and authentic self. And my journey is a lot about finding and discovering that. I love that. You know, one of the things that I adored about your book and your work is the way you speak about stories. Um, you know, we uh, people toss around stories a lot. And certainly I have quite a relationship with stories. And I want to I want to lay this out here because I want you to weigh in on it. As an actor, as a creator, as a creative, uh, we're all creators, as a creative in, in the world, as a presentation coach, as someone who is surrounded by and is a storyteller professionally, I, I believe that storytelling in, you know, if you're coming to a play, if, if I'm acting in that play, that's trans, that storytelling is potentially transformational for me and for those who are witnessing it and watching it and being in communion with that. And I do that with my presentation clients, mm -hmm. um, getting them to get connected to their storytelling and the vulnerability and the truth telling and how transformation, transformational potentially that can be on so many levels. Next to this understanding of story as a, 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 a that comes from shadow that comes from a reaction that restricts mm -hmm. and and isn't true that keeps us separated can you speak to all of that for me about Absolutely. stories 
I fully agree with you, Sandra. Stories can have a powerful impact on our lives and they can be very beneficial. But there are other stories that limit us, that keep us prisoners. And in my book, I talk about Angelie Zarian. Yes. And she was saying that in certain indigenous cultures, they want you to share your story yeah. with loving and supportive people, but no more than three times. And if you repeat your story more than three times, they will take you and hang you over a cliff until you're willing to let go of the story that no longer serves you. That's brilliant. Well, and, it, you know, you're the visual of that. I mean, you know, whether they do that literally or, or figuratively, <laughs> um, you know, you can just hear somebody, I want to do that. I want to be hung over the side. There's a a courage builder. No, actually, it's not a courage builder. Um, but, yeah, this understanding that let that go. Mm-hmm. Let that story go. That's not who you are. That is, you know, in the work of Carolyn Mace, who is one of my heroes, um, the way that she talks about the clinging, the woundedness of clinging to a story too long and mm-hmm. staying in the past. And I think you hit it perfectly. You know, um, the subtitle to my book is A Path to Love, Forgiveness, and Transformation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people ask me, what does forgiveness actually mean? And mm-hmm. I find that there's a lot of different definitions of it. But for me, it's really, really simple. It means to forego or to let go of. So we're going to have painful and traumatic events that are going to happen in our lives. And we could truly just experience it once, or we could literally play it over and over again, hundreds, maybe even thousands of times until it becomes our identity and we become afraid of letting go of it. So for me, forgiveness is just letting go of those stories that no longer serve us. So we could truly experience joy and happiness. Well, you've just touched upon out of the gate, something that I was going to hit on a little later. It's so huge. You know, forgiveness is so like like stories. At different words mean different things to different people. Forgiveness is such a loaded. I mean, it's not by accident that it. I believe that it is the number one spiritual journey, spiritual understanding. I mean, it's not by accident that Yeshua, Jesus, it was the the the, the component that was so enormous in his teachings. Um this notion that we remain connected to our stories, as you say, which keeps us connected to the victimhood and keeps us in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, And whereas forgiveness is really, as you said, letting go and relegating the story Mm -hmm. to the past. So how do you when you work with your clients, how do you work with them around? Actually, before we do that, we're gonna, I'm going to save this because I want to get back <laughs> to how you got to your forgiveness journey. We're going to circle back around to that. Um, we'll, and probably in the next section, um, we're not. Can, Dylan, can you tell us how much we have? How much time we have before our first commercial break? It will dictate. What question I'm going to ask next? So while Dylan's looking, I'll just comment on something that you were saying yeah, about forgiveness. Yeah. You know, I think, I think the most dangerous part of a traumatic event or an occurrence is not actually the event. It's the stories that we create around that Bingo. event and hang yeah. on to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it may, and the person, the other people who were involved in said story may have a completely different understanding about Mm -hmm. what went down right and as we all know that the number one tenant is you know we cannot change things in life happen to us and thinking good thoughts and being a good person does not mean that quote-unquote bad things or catastrophes or things are not going to come into our lives but to your point it's our reaction to them Mm-hmm. And therefore, our story that we continue to tell about it is where the release is, which is right. where the real edge of every day, the real work is. So, Sandra, we have 60,000 thoughts a day. 95% of them are the same ones we had yesterday and the day before. And 80% of them are quite negative. So can you guess if the most of our stories are negative or positive? <laughs> Well, and this plants a seed. I know. <laughs> teacher, 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 um, negative. Um, <laughs> 
this plants a seed for in our next section. We're going to take a break. So we're going to circle back to forgiveness, but we're also going to circle back to negative versus positive and judgment around what occurs to us in our lives and our ability to make different choices. And we're going to get back into hearing this, jump back into the book, Perfect, with our glorious guest, Judy Miller. And we're going to continue her story and how she dealt with forgiveness when we come back on the edge of every day. Stay tuned. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. are back with author Judy Miller. So let's get back to Judy, the book. And so by day, you're a CPA, you've grown up. Well, let's, we can stay back within, in, in your childhood, the fears that you were feeling and that, that, that stayed with you. Can you pick up your story at that point that stayed with you well into your 20s and that seemed to have no source for you? Continue with that story from your book. So the debilitating fear that I had as a child and continued into my 20s, as you mentioned, was I had a fear of the dark, but it went beyond the fear of the dark. Mm. I was terrified of being assaulted. And as a child, this made absolutely no sense. I was terrified of going to sleep every night. Sexually assaulted sexually assaulted and I'd never been assaulted and I didn't know where this fear came from. And you were a young person. I mean, yeah. not even kind of sexually active? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I would crawl into bed every night, cover my head and just recite the Lord's Prayer until I fell asleep exhausted. And wow. this was my ritual night after night. I didn't know that there was another way to live. Interesting. Okay. So, so what was your turning point? What was your turning point? So as I got older, after I had kids and they went off to college, I had to have a hysterectomy. I started to bleed. Okay, wait, wait, hang on, hang on. So you had kids mm -hmm. and, and you got married and had kids and, and you still had not dealt with any of these fears. That's correct. Interesting. Still never dealt with any of these fears because I felt that it was irrational. I didn't know where they were coming right. from. Of course. Right. And they made no logical linear sense as to why would I be afraid of any of these things? Exactly. Did you ever share any of this with your husband? I didn't share it with anyone because I knew that it was irrational because I couldn't, I couldn't identify where it came from. Interesting. Okay. 
So, so you're just by then this turning point happens. This is the turning point where everything changed. So I started to bleed uncontrollably and my doctor said, you need to have a hysterectomy. And here I am in the healthcare industry for over 25 years and I trust modern medicine, but I was so terrified of this surgery and it felt a lot like the terror that I was feeling every night and never turned. So a good friend of mine recommended that I read a book called Light Emerging. And Light Emerging is written by Barbara Brennan. She was a NASA physicist and she studied the human energy field. And what she learned, she was actually able to heal people. So days literally before my surgery. How was she able to heal people? She was able to heal people based on the different energy fields that people have around them and within their bodies. So everything in life is energy. And sometimes when we have pain and contraction in our body, our Mm -hmm. energy gets stuck. Yeah. I love Barbara Brennan, but for our listeners, yeah. We, we want to give them all the tools and all the resources throughout this conversation we can. Right. And one of the things she talks about is sometimes unprocessed emotions get stuck in our bodies. And that what's, that's what causes the trauma, the sickness, et cetera. So yeah. days before my surgery, I Googled healers near me and I went to a Barbara Brennan healer. And, you know, she helped me deal and helped me recover with the surgery. Mm. And then I started to trust her more and more. And then I opened up and told her a little bit about this debilitating fear of the dark that had returned. And I never told her about the sexual assault. I told her I had this fear of the dark. And then we looked at my childhood to see if anything had triggered it, but nothing had. So then she started to introduce me to all of these different modalities that I had never heard of. Remember, I am this accounting CPA, very you know <laughs> analytical person. Um, but she introduced me to the work of Dr. Brian Weiss. Dr. Weiss was you know a very prominent psychiatrist. He studied at Yale and Columbia, and he hypnotized one of his patients to find out where her traumas were coming from. And quite by accident. It went into a past life regression. And by understanding where the trauma came from, she was actually able to be healed. Now, Sandra, remember, I had never heard anything like this. It yeah. was totally beyond. Okay, can we hold this point? Because I, I just, we'll come back to Brian and hyp- hypnosis. But as a young person, mm-hmm. what was your, uh, growing up to this point, what, what was your relationship with all things, you know, spirit-filled? Uh, were you primarily religious? Were you religious and spiritual? Were you already open to energy work? Where were you on that spectrum? So it's interesting. They say 80% of what the brain uh, processes comes through the eyes, but we have thousands and thousands of more sensory receptors in our bodies. Mm -hmm. So we could actually sense and feel things, but most people push that away. So So as a child, I was a feeler and I know that Sandra was a feeler too. So I could sense and feel these different energies. And and what made it even scarier was I could sense and feel these energies when I was alone at night. So I always labeled these energies as bad because I thought they were going to hurt me. I never thought that they would actually be there to support me. I thought they were going to hurt me. And you couldn't talk about this with any family members or, or any adults. Yeah because I, I thought there was something wrong with me. And fascinating that you chose uh, uh, a very left brain profession. And do you know To why? not plug into that, fascinating. I, I chose the very left brain profession because in that profession, everything makes sense. Yeah. Where in the rest of my life, safe. nothing else made sense. Control and, right, yeah, yeah, definitely control. And control is a really great story. Mm-hmm. I'm in control is a very great story. <laughs> Absolutely. So fast forward, back okay. to hypnosis. So, so we did the hypnosis and then we started to look at other things. You know, we started to talk about my parents, that I inherit anything from my parents. Mm. We know that we can inherit so many things from our parents, our physical yeah. characteristics. But what I was exposed to was the science of epigenetics. Oh, it's the best we could actually inherit okay for for our listeners please tell them what epigenetics is right so we could actually inherit the pain and the trauma that our parents experienced they've actually had studies with holocaust survivors where the trauma and the pain that they went through could actually be triggered not only in their offspring but in their children's offspring Mm -hmm. and they've also done studies with mice where they would introduce the smell of cherry blossoms and then they would zap the father gently on the feet 
So after a while, Sandra, as you could imagine, just the smell, smell of cherry blossoms would trigger that fear. But what was even more amazing was that the scent of cherry blossoms to the children and their children would trigger the same fear. Even without though, without the, the, the father mouse, without him there. Exactly. Without ever being exposed to the father mouse or ever being exposed to the zapping. Amazing. And, what That's would it, amazing. and you know, that was, that was the father mice that was zapped. But what yeah. I also find fascinating was that they say every female baby is born with two to three million of their reproductive eggs at birth. Mm. So on a cellular level, you could have been inside your mother as she experienced her triumphs yeah. as well as her trials. And I saw this picture, this drawn picture of a pregnant grandmother and inside the pregnant grandmother was the baby, the mother. And inside that mother was the two to three million eggs that would have one, you know, she may eventually give birth to, right? Yeah. So not only do we experience our mother's trauma and triumphs, but also our grandmothers. Fascinating. It's such fascinating work. I've had the great pleasure of doing epigenetic work with in my spiritual community that I am the most deeply involved with. I'm in a few of them, but really going back in the matrilineal line and the patrilineal line as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, emotional understandings and emotional ways of being in the world and just tendencies that way and experience ways of dealing with experiences. So it's, it is the expression of the genetics, but never have I so completely felt as though like it could experience an experience that was not mine that was actually in my lineage like you did tell our, our listeners about that and you know it's interesting because sometimes we don't even know it's not ours right in your <laughs> case you know you had it forever <laughs> right so several years ago before i wrote this book i found out for the first time that my mother was attacked as a child i had never known that so that fear and that trauma that she's experienced as a child was passed down to me. But, but you describe in your book that you felt like you, as a kid, somebody came into the room and stood over you. Like you had that, you felt that, it, you went through that experience mm -hmm. as if you had lived it already. When... But I was living it every night. Oh my goodness. That's so, so mind blowing. So, so you have, you, you come to need your hysterectomy and, and that was your turning point. And, and yes? Sandra, I'm just going to interrupt you for two seconds because Please, dive a, lot in. Of, a lot of the work that I do is energy clearing, right? And our body is infinitely intelligent. It's like a blueprint, right? Mm. So that the traumas and the trials that we experience, our ancestors experience, it gets lodged in certain parts of our body. Yes. So isn't it interesting that I had a hysterectomy and this was oh, the Oh, I fear, know. That's where I was going. <laughs> the fear that I was carrying for so many years. And the hysterectomy in the second chakra, sexuality and creativity and one's purpose mm -hmm. is held in that, that area. Wow. So clearing energy, um, th that's another, another, well, let's stay on, let's stay on ancestral clearing. So, so how, how did you, how did you begin the process of clearing that? Oh, we have two minutes to break. Um, well, let's start. Sure. So, so as we were mentioning before, everything in life is energy. Yeah. And when we don't process our emotions, sometimes that energy literally gets lodged in our bodies and stuck in our bodies. And that's what we call dis-ease. Exactly. So it's like issues in our tissues. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so part of... I think that's your next book. <laughs> issues in our tissues? Yeah. Or, or your rap tune. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. So part of ancestral clearing is you don't actually need to understand or know where the trauma comes from. You just need, to, instead of asking why, you ask where. Where, exactly. Where in your body are you actually feeling it? 
Yeah. And part of it, part of it is acknowledging it. And you could put your hand on the area or imagine that you're actually holding the area and you breathe gently into that area. Mm. And oftentimes, Sandra, I will ask clients as you're breathing into that area gently, an image or memory will come to you. Yeah, totally. And, and in that stressful moment, what were you saying to yourself? And, and Sandra, a lot of people say, well, I, I can't think of anything. So I tell them, make it up. And do you know energetically 95% right of the time is right on the spot on. Exactly. It is spot on. Well, this this energy clearing, moving moving energy in the body versus the thought process of it and the story making. That's what I want to start with when we come back from our break with Judy Miller on the edge of every day. Stay tuned. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. On the edge of every day. And we are back with author and coach Judy Miller. So, Judy, let's pick it up where we left off with stories versus emotions and feeling them in the body. Not in the head, not making the stories up about them, feeling them in the body and moving that energy. You know, I had a a wonderful guest on talking about grief this way and and emotions in general being so misunderstood and particularly grief and not how to allow that to move through the body and to allow the sensations to connect to the sensations and how it's always trapped in the mind so can you speak to us uh, through your experience with all of that Speak sure, to absolutely. I, I believe that uh, emotions and sensations are meant to be felt in the body, yeah. not analyzed and created in the mind. So Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor was a famous Harvard neuroscientist, and she Loved was actually able, <laughs> she's got great work. Yeah. She was able to heal herself from traumatic brain injury. But the one thing that I got out of her book was the 90 second rule. She says when an event happens, it literally only takes us 90 seconds to process that event through our body, through our physiology and then let it go. After those 90 seconds are up, it's up to us. Do we truly just let it go or do we start to create a story? Yeah, and hold on to it, stay attached to it, make it our identity. Right, our identity. And you know what often happens? And I love your show for so many reasons, but what often happens is when something happens, we, we, we feel uncomfortable. We don't want to face that part of that sensation or that, that experience, edge. that edge. So we push it away. And by denying it and pushing it away and not embracing it, it's not allowed to flow and it gets stuck. Right. 
Absolutely. That uh, those stories out of shadows. And the only way I have a Jungian quote right here that I adore. One does not become enlightened or awakened or however we want to whatever word we want to put in there by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. Mm -hmm. That's wholeness is the embrace of both. Right. Um, absolutely. So so what do you do um, to move that? How do you work personally? And what techniques did you learn that you've shared in your book? And how do you work with your clients? How do you move that energy? So there's, so there's different ways. So we were talking a little bit before about the yeah. ancestral clearing. Yeah. So actually breathing into the sensation mm -hmm. and then giving it a voice, right? Yeah. So you're that. doing a couple of things. Number one, you're acknowledging the sensation in your body. Many people do not. Disconnected from their body. Exactly. Completely and utterly. And then you give it a voice. So in that image or that memory that was stressful, what were you saying to yourself? Yeah. And oftentimes what we find in all of this work, I learned from my mentor, um, John Newton, the uh, mm -hmm. founder of Ancestral Clearing and Health Beyond Belief. So I want to give him so much credit. But oh. what happens is in that younger version of ourselves, it could be a younger child. It could be when we were in the womb. It could actually be from our ancestors. What were we saying? Yes. And, you know, when I went through this work, I was saying, why are you here? And it made no sense to me. And then when I talked with my mother, that's what she was saying to her attacker. Why are you here? So that's why I said, you know, a lot of times you think you're making it up, but energetically, it's the same. It's right. Oh, my gosh. So some of the work that I have done with my, my uh, not my presentation clients, but with my spiritual counseling clients is a technique I've called monologuing. Mm -hmm. And it's a, an actor type technique. So we could say it's akin to drama therapy, but it is about rewriting the story. Mm -hmm. And what didn't I say in that moment? Or what did I want to say in that moment? How do I want to rewrite that energetically? Because energy is not on a timeline. Mm -hmm. And you can be changing the time that you were in. You could be changing the time that the person to whom you are speaking, you can change their entire energetic relationship to that event. I mean, it's extraordinary work to think in those terms, clearing that energy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I've done a lot of work with Dr. Sue Mortar as well. She's one of my other mentors. Mm -hmm. And um, what often happens is it's, it, it's, it's interesting. The body has a priority system. Yeah. Many people think it's to heal. It's not. The number one priority of the human body is survival. So in those traumatic moments, we go into this fight or flight syndrome and it gets trapped in the subconscious. So whenever we experience a similar event, we have that fight or flight yeah. and we're never able to release it. So part of it is to release that from our subconscious so we could truly heal. And this is why people don't heal because it's still trapped. Yeah. So what's another technique that you, that you utilize? We, we talked about singing, um, the moving, which I adore because of course I get people, you know, clients to sing, to strengthen their voice, but also to open that area up so that you begin to connect to your voice, to your truth. Speaking your truth. Wow. And, and some of them are so simple that I use. I actually have a free ebook. So, you know. Oh, excellent. Tell our readers so, about that. So, so for your listeners, please go to my website. It's Judy, J-Z-I Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R.net. And there's a free ebook called Awaken the Creator Within. Seven mm -hmm. Easy Steps to Joy. And, and number one, there's one about singing, mm -hmm. right? Because the throat chakra is all about manifesting. Yeah. The other one is to move because we are energy. And I find that when my life has become stagnated, it's because my energy became it's stagnated. Stagnant. So you need to move. And this one, I know you're going to appreciate. The other one is to create because we are the creator. When mm. we don't create in our lives, when it also, it's energetic, it can get stuck. It becomes pain and trauma and sickness in our bodies when we don't create. And people, my clients tell me, I don't have time to be creative. But what that's they, what life is about. Exactly. But 
it, it, it's the little things in life. Yes. You could be creative in terms of how you decorate your home, what you prepare yeah. as a meal for your children. And, you know, coming from that very analytical world of accounting and finance, I found creativity in the presentations that I put together at work. Of now, course you did. Now, Sandra, as a singer, since you're a singer, you're going to appreciate this. You know, I... <laughs> One of the things when my mother went through her trauma, she was told never to speak about it. Because remember, this was decades ago yeah. when there was a lot of shame attributed to it. So I always had problems speaking my voice, finding my voice in the world. So I would go, whenever I had a presentation, I would go out into the parking lot, into my car, roll up the window, blast the radio, sing my heart out. Then I would sneak back into the building and I would give my presentation. And it opened up my throat chakra to your very point. I love, 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 love that. Well, so, so again, Judy Miller with an I, J-U-D-I-M-I-L-L-E-R.net is Judy's website. And of course, you know, no need to write that down. It'll be in the uh, show notes. We can revisit that. But you know, I, it's funny. I think about people who are doing a lot of, um, who are not finding relief from uh, talk therapy mm -hmm. and the getting up and the getting it into the voice and getting it into the body and the importance of that. Yeah. Well, one of the, one of the uh, techniques that I love is called the empower step. I love that. Tell us and, about it. And basically what it is, is as I mentioned, the human body works on a priority system, mm -hmm. right? So we, so the number one priority is survival. So we're stuck in this fight or flight and we never get the opportunity to move on to the second priority, which is healing. Uh, so this empower step literally is a giant reset. So Sandra, I don't know if your, your listeners are old enough, but I remember when I was younger, alt control delete was the, was the reset on the computer. <laughs> and this is yeah. what I love. We're, we're, we're dating ourselves. <laughs> right. So this, this empower step is basically you use the left side of your body, the right side of your body, the top side of your body, the, the bottom side of your body. And you basically go into this kind of like, I know that many of your listeners may not be able to see, but you go into this uh, runner's lunge and you put your left arm up while your right leg is um, in, for, in front of you. And then you put your right arm behind you. And I know it sounds a little confusing, but it has to do with contralateral movements. Oh, and when you're, when your body's in this motion, you've got all parts of your body's systems working. And then when you hold your breath, as you breathe, you breathe in and then you hold your breath, your body doesn't know if it's going to have an opportunity to take another breath again. Right? So it starts releasing all these built up tense muscles. Mm. So you have energy enough to have another breath. And in that moment, all of these trapped energies or thoughts or stories that's locked in your subconscious is released. And then you could put in a new, more empowering thought. That's glorious. I can feel that. That's absolutely glorious. Now, is that included in your ebook? That one is not because it's a little bit harder to describe, yeah, you know, how to do this contralateral movement. But one of the things that's in my book is actually central channel breathing. Mm -hmm. So it's just, yeah. again, I, I learned this from Dr. Sue is just breathing as if you had this giant fluorescent light bulb that ran through the center of your body mm -hmm. and you breathe from above your head all the way down and then down to mother earth, up from mother earth through the different chakra systems and then out the top of your head. And it may sound so simple, but what it does is it moves the energy. So yeah. many of us, our energies are stagnated. Yeah. And that's, you know, and you don't even have to be, you don't even have to be like woo woo interested to, to, to be on board with that. You can just dive in and feel it, you know, very simply, you know, when I stand up and I breathe and I relax my shoulders and I empower myself with mindful breathing, that's a word that's a great buzzword right now. People, people really are connecting with mindful breathing that they can connect to all of these without out needing to learn about chakra systems, et cetera, et cetera, which I believe, you know, if you, if you're doing all that work, ultimately you are going to get to chakra systems and wanting to mm -hmm. know how that's moving within your system. But, but, but there's a, a spectrum of plugging into these things. So mm -hmm. your, the name of your ebook again, how to awaken, awaken the creator within. 
Okay. But Sandra, I want to say something based on what you just said. Great. So one of the quotes that I love by Tony Robbins is motion creates emotion. Mm. So exactly what you're saying. If, you know, if you're hunched over, how are you going to feel? If you're hunched over looking down at the floor, yeah, it's probably not going to feel very good. But if you've got your shoulders back, you're breathing the right. breath of life through your body, you're going to feel more enlivened. You can yes, have more indeed. energy running through your system. And, and it's not rocket science. At the end of the day, it's not rocket science. Really, just, exactly. If you're at a desk, stand up and, and, and take a choice, make a choice to make a movement and to move that energy. Mm-hmm. This is a perfect place to take a break. And when we come back, I am going to ask you all about, you know, it's never enough time. An hour is just never enough time. But I want to dive into why you named your book perfect and and spend a little time on that word that is such a trigger for so many of us. Perfect. There's no such thing. So when we come back, we're going to talk about perfect and we're going to find out what Judy Miller has next on the edge of every day when we come back. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. all pet lovers pet avengers assemble on the professionals and animal lovers show we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong it mirrors that bond between pets and their owners through this program we come together to learn educate and advocate join us live every wednesday at 2 p.m at talkradio.nyc You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Chipping around, kick my brain to the ground. These are the days it never rains. But it falls on the, on the edge, edge of every day and we are back with Judy Miller and I want you all to know and you specifically Judy that I named this episode the edge of perfect I love it <laughs> yes it's a it's a great word it has a lot of meaning in for a lot of people just like forgiveness just like stories you know that that seems to be our theme and it's fantastic to to see the light and the dark of each of these words and to embrace the wholeness of them so speak to us why did you call your book perfect sure so i worked with my healer for probably about nine months and i was exposed to all these different types of modalities right and at the end of the nine months um i came to during one of our hypnosis and uh, energy clearings to a discovery that was quite shocking. So this was the healer that I trusted, the healer that I trusted to heal me after my surgery, the healer that I trusted to help me find where these fears were coming from. And what I learned was that healer was actually connected to my family. That healer was the one that actually caused a lot of the harm and the trauma to my family. And and Sandra, in that moment of revelation, I could have felt fear, I could have felt anger, I could have felt betrayal, but I didn't. I didn't. I truly felt the emotions that were going through me, the sensations, and I could say it probably wasn't very pleasant. But once those, once those passed, 
I saw the beauty and the perfection of the situation. How wonderful that we could heal in any moment, in any time, in any lifetime. How we can truly never get it wrong. We're always given a second chance and how we're unconditionally loved. Mm. And that's how I learned about the perfection of the universe. I, I completely am on board with that. I just know that so many people think about um, perfectionism when they hear the word perfect. And I know that some people can feel as though there's no such thing as perfect to which I would respond or you would respond. I should let you respond. But that when you say something is perfect, meaning there is no judgment around it as good or bad. Correct. It is just what is. Exactly. And therefore perfect. Mm-hmm. So that can always be a perfect can be a triggering word and and perfectionism can be a triggering word. So so speak to us about that. And and please tell that maybe story. I love the maybe story. Sure. It's an old Taoist fable. It's a real one. <laughs> it's an old Taoist fable about a farmer yep. and his prized possession, which is a horse. And one day the horse runs away and his neighbors come over and say, I'm so sorry. And the farmer says, maybe. And then the next day the horse returns with 12 wild horses for the farmer to train. And then the neighbors come over and say, how fortunate. And the farmer says, maybe. And then the next day, his son breaks his leg trying to train one of these wild horses. And of course, the neighbors come over and say, how unfortunate. And, and Sandra, what, is the, what does the farmer say? <laughs> maybe. Maybe, right. <laughs> so the next day, the army comes through town to enlist all eligible men. And the farmer's son is spared. He's spared because he, he has a broken leg. Yeah. So the neighbors come over and they say, how fortunate. And he says, maybe. maybe. So this story can go on and on and on. But the farmer is able to weather life so much more easily without labeling events as either right, wrong, perfect, or imperfect. Indeed. And lives in that, lives from that place of, at, at, and that's being the eye in the storm, and that's the place of true joy, and that's the place of perfect, and that is the place of transformation. That all of that can live around you, and and, and what an incredible understanding in today's world, don't you think? Absolutely, and you know, Sandra, I'm so much happier now than I was before, because oh. when you drop your stories your labels and your judgments, you experience each moment as if it was the first time Yeah, where there's only joy, where there's only wonder. Amen. Well, you know, I, I think about the times that we're in, I think about COVID because I don't believe we're out of it and the fear and the anxiety and the stories around democracy and our anger and you know, and I'm guilty of that. I mean, I, I I can, I know it seems as though I'm very demure and unopinionated, but um, but in fact, I am, <laughs> I am quite opinionated and can flash to anger very quickly and of course need to feel that and release it and really be to a, a, that internal place of not reacting. And I think mm-hmm. that in our, the times that we're in right now, that is a most powerful place in which to be, particularly um, in our political landscape right now. Speak to us a little bit about that. I would love to. So remember I said our bodies are infinitely intelligent. Mm-hmm. So whenever I have a pain or contraction somewhere in my body, I say thank you. Yeah, I say thank you because it's my body's way of telling me there's something to heal. Yeah. And, and, and Sandra, it's the same for the world. So when we have these natural disasters, where we have COVID-19, where we have this political divisiveness. Insanity. It's a it's, place to pay attention. It's, it's the world and the earth's way of saying there's an opportunity Trinity. to heal. Well, that is the gift always. And we always, in every moment, we must see challenge as opportunity. That is, that's Jennifer's movie. That's your work. That's my work. How do, when these issues arise, when 
we are faced with these challenges. How do we find the opportunity? How mm. do we truly look within and find the opportunity, which is the reason it's there? Mm -hmm. And I think the reason it's there is because in the contrast, there is clarity. The edge of every day. Yes. In the, <laughs> in the contrast is the clarity. And from that clarity, we create what we want. Yeah. And, you know, I love your show. And I love when you talk about the shadow. And yeah. it's being with that shadow and that trigger and really being with it and understanding why it exists and what we can do to it. And how it, it serves. Exactly, how it serves. Yes. So if we were to take a thousand-foot view of life, if we viewed life as a project, we wouldn't take it so personally. If we viewed life as a project, we would like see that. where the opportunities are. Yep. <laughs> I love that. Love, 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 love that. Well, so what's next for you? Oh, we have three minutes. What's next for you? So I'm continuing to coach um, because I see so many people who go through who, went, who, who goes through the same things that I went through, feeling incomplete, unworthy, different. Mm. So I do a lot of coaching about ancestral clearing, energy clearing. I love it. Helping people find their passion in life and helping, most of all, self-love. And this book is for? This, this is book, for, Perfect, A Path to Love, Forgiveness, and Transformation. And there's many, there's many aspects of my book that my, some people might say is a little uncommon, but I do believe it holds a promise for us all, right? So I believe mm. that when our perspective changes, everything changes. We can no longer look at life the same way. So yeah. perfect is an invitation for people to look at maybe life a little bit differently. Amen. I love that. And again, we can find you, judymiller.net. We can find your book on your website, yes? yes? Where can we find your book? You can find it at any store, but I tell people to go to my website. It'll take you directly to Amazon, but it has five free gifts. Five free gifts from my mentors. Deborah Poneman, oh, fabulous. Deborah Poneman, Janet Atwood, Marcy Steimoff, Dr. Sue, because they were so instrumental on my journey that mm. they offered these free gifts to to anyone who buys the book. So to be clear, if, you, we buy, if our listeners buy your book, they get your glorious book um, and five free gifts. And Love then it. just for listening to your wonderful show, they can go to my website and get the free ebook, Awaken the Creator Within. Oh, fantastic. That's glorious. What are your last words to our listeners? What words of wisdom shall you leave them with? What if life was one huge interconnected puzzle, each mm -hmm. piece perfect? Amen. Amen, my sister. Well, I can't thank you enough for being on my show, Judy Miller. That it was has such been an a honor. complete and utter joy and honor. And I'm going to finish your book because I've absolutely loved it and can't recommend it more highly. And to my listeners, I thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening in. Remember, you are always at the edge of the miraculous. Till next time, take good care. Bye bye. This is our last dance. This is our last dance. This is ourselves under pressure. Under pressure. Under pressure. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. 
you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. informed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 